Alexander Barton, um, 18 years old. Um, I've just done my first year of A-levels, I went back a year. Um, so I've just done all of them, so here's hoping they go well. Uh, next year, or September, I start my A2s, which is quite scary. <laughs> but, and I want to be a geologist at some point, which is quite weird. However, I find it a hobby, so I want to do something in my life that I find interesting. Life before diagnosis, so that would have been before I was 15 years old, and um, my life was quite normal, to be honest with you. Um, I was playing rugby, I was cycling up mountains, I was, I was quite fit. Um, I had a few girlfriends, um, etc. You'd love music, had gigs, and I was completely and utterly normal, essentially. For me, it was the weakening of my right hand side. Um, I started to notice when I was writing, for example, there'd be a bit of a jolt, um, which was worrying, but it didn't strike me immediately as something that might, you know, mean a brain tumour. Um, I think the first time I really started to think something might be wrong was when I was sitting in my chemistry GCSE, the, the actual GCSE, and I, I remember sitting in the exam hall, sitting down, looking at the paper, and I was thinking, well, this looks fantastic. You know, I know all the answers to these questions, but when I started to write the answers, I couldn't do it. Um, so after an hour and a half, I'd written a page, and even the writing that I had written was in intelligent. You couldn't, you couldn't understand it at all. Um, so that was, that was probably the first time I started to think something might not be uh, up. But um, I, just after I had the MRI, actually, we were on our way to Bruges in Belgium as a family holiday, just after the MRI. We didn't think it was going to come of it. Um, and a friend of mine said to me, Oh, Alex, you, you're limping a bit. I'd never noticed that before. Um, and I was limping. And uh, all of this was caused by the, the brain tumor without, without even me knowing. Um, it was when we were on our way to Bruges when I actually found out that I had the tumour there. My dad rang me up. He was in Cumbria, northern England. I was halfway through France and he said, you need to come back straight away. And I did. And I was told in Chase Farm Hospital then and there that I had an, a brain tumour and they don't know how severe it is. Um, and there's a possibility that I could die. It was about three months, as far as I can remember. I think I started getting symptoms in the December of 2012. Um, however, I didn't start taking things seriously until February, and March even. Um, and it did seem to get very bad very quickly. Um, but then again, the slightest pressure in your brain can, 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 can mean your body breaks down matter of weeks. So um, it was quite a slow growing tumour, but the effect it had on my body was quite substantial within a short period of time. It's always a really weird one. Um, for weeks before I was diagnosed, I was sure I had a brain tumour. Whether that was because of you know, me worrying and everything, I, I don't know. But when I was told I had a brain tumour, I didn't really react like I was surprised really bizarre and I remember we were on the train and my mum received a phone call off my dad and 
my mum went to the back of the, the carriage to go and answer that phone call. And I turned around because I thought something wasn't quite right. And I turned around to look at my mum on the floor um, after falling up, obviously fainting. So uh, I got over there and see what's wrong. And um, she says, oh, Alex, you know, they found something in your brain. A, a, a big memory I'll always have. After, after, my, after me finding out that I had a brain tumour, but they didn't know what sort or anything. This was the preliminary um, diagnosis. It was me lying down on the floor of the train with my mum singing Bob Marley, Don't Worry About a Thing, because that was the only thing I could think of that could possibly make my mum feel better. And that's what you think of. You don't think that you're in danger or anything like that. You start thinking about that when you have free time. Um, I didn't start procrastinating and think, thinking things were going for the worst until maybe a week after I was diagnosed. And it didn't even strike me that I might have a brain tumour at all in any way, shape and form until I was back in England. Um, but all of my friends and family were very, very shocked. Um, a lot of my friends didn't believe me when I told them. Uh, I remember my, one of my friends, Aaron, he, uh, I gave him a ring outside a curry place the night I was diagnosed and um, <laughs> he started saying, you're what, mate? Nah, nah, I don't believe you. don't believe you whatsoever. So I had to, I had to pass him over to my dad for him to take me seriously. Um, and even then it took probably about three weeks for my friends and, and family to start taking it seriously as well. Um, but which is understandable in every single way. My grandma was actually the one who was really on board with it. She said, right, okay, fantastic. What are we going to do about it? But I've, you know, I've been supported very well by my friends and family. I couldn't have had a better support network behind me, I don't think. Behind the door threw away the key I'm waiting outside, I know you can see